the cause of those who directed all things to the highest place at the hell of the Peter and Bradley. Tired of waiting around for others' permission to work, he infamously began generating his own projects and moved into screenwriting, where he put in the work year after year, and after 20 years of deep devotion to his craft, found himself in a very situation. For co-writing, he found him for Spanish and then said, the hardest, the hardest for the Academy Awards, the best screenplay, and also received the writer's guild, background, and critical awards for his work. His recent film, where he wrote and directed, Fence, stars Carl Urban, who writes to get associated with the and his next film, The Upcoming Lamborghini, stars Alex Baldwin as Angel Ferrari. Moment to moment is honored to welcome Andrew Diaz, who's been a distinguished member of the Actors Studio, Bobby Morrison. Bobby, thank you for joining us today. Thank you, thank you for having me. How are you doing? I'm doing real great. How's it going out there in New York right now? You know what? It's a beautiful day here, and things are getting better. It's a bright, sunny day coming for all of us after this year, and we need it. No kidding. I'm going to start with a quote from your colleague, Tom I once heard her talking about Tennessee Williams. She said, if you have the talent, you're as great as you're willing to work hard. The same people jumping up about Tennessee is that we work so hard, we wrote and wrote every single day. You think about your work and how it seems that your work is a country from inside the world. So, like, to the people that have something to tell you that survives you to the page of every day. Is that a good description? Yes, and not so yes. First of all, I agree wholeheartedly with what Ellen said about Tennessee Williams. And yes, it's always about the work. And yes, there's always something driving you inside to drag you over to the desk that you need to get out. But there's something else, too. I was married young. I had two daughters young. So I, I didn't have the ability not to work, to only write. So I guess the thing that really drives me in a big way, even today, even after having gotten lucky and made some money and won some awards, the first 20 years of my writing career, happened in between bartending, construction, and taxi seat jobs, getting houses, and a lot of other things. And uh, I can remember back in those days thinking and saying, if I only had eight hours a day to do this instead of two hours when I get home from work, I think I could do this well. I now have eight hours a day. And <laughs> I'm not going to waste it, baby. I remember those days in construction of driving a cab when I needed to find an hour or two, so I make use of my eight hours every day. Doctor, we're going to get to a lot of money just a second. We're going to get to a lot of money just a second. We're going to get to a lot of money just a second. We're going to get to a lot of money just a second. We're going to get to a lot of money just a second. And he talks about how the other is family. Really, between the driving force and the work, did you find that similar experience? Well, it's interesting. I was a young actor. I was 23 with my first child, 26 with two of them. Mm-hmm. A lot of my actor friends used to say to me, It must be so hard. You've got these two kids you've got to take care of. You don't have the time to audition. I wouldn't say this to them, but I remember thinking, Yeah, I go home to a wife and two children I love. You go home alone. Mm-hmm. And boy, oh boy, uh, now, 40 years later, I'm still with my wife. My family is still intact. And all those same actors, many of them are still living alone. I guess the point I'm making is that family is in your life. There's no reason for you not to have family and a career. Let's talk about your upbringing. You grew up in the house taken, uh, 54 feet high. Think about your upbringing. You think of very loving space sleepers. It's sort of that kind of idea. I don't know if that's close or that's far. Can you describe what your experience was in hospital growing up in the 50s and 60s? Sure. It was insulated. We had this small neighborhood city and town in the middle of the biggest city in the world, and nothing, nothing penetrated. If you were from the neighborhood or didn't have to do with the neighborhood, it didn't count. We were so from everything else. But if somebody got a job and they had to get on a train, we thought they were nuts. <laughs> <laughs> to, to, to what? You go to work and get a job right here. And you think about it. I lived on 49th and Queen Madison Township. Broadway was two blocks away. The docks were two blocks away in the direction. Uh, the Queen Elizabeth and all the big ships were constantly coming in. Labor was at the forefront of the country and the world, and the, and the docks were at the forefront of the labor movement. Good or bad. And so we were constantly, not only were we caught up in our own world, we were constantly reading about our world. 
in the papers and in movies and television since shows like On the Waterfront. In the 50s and 60s, it was the most amazing place to grow up. When the 70s came around and drugs entered into the picture, the whole neighborhood changed. The people who became the Westies were no longer the same people who we looked up to growing up, who we thought were our heroes and our friends and our family. So it gets really complex, and we all lost family, including me, and we all lost friends. You said everyone was a teacher and one for a cop or criminal. And I think you were really talking about that thing from the 60s, maybe into the 70s. Yeah, you know, my dad was a longshoreman, a lot of my friends were cops. Everybody either was involved in the criminal element. You know, the West Side, you know, the West Side went out for 100 years, and all of us benefited from it. None of us were free of that world. When your father was a longshoreman, what can you see on the waterfront? What's the earliest recollection of your career? I don't know if that's what I'm trying to write down. I think it's a Some part of it is the rest of the world. It's a really great question. My dad was a longshoreman. He used to take us down to the pier, me and my brothers, when the Queen Elizabeth was in or any of the other bigger ships. Mm-hmm. And we'd go and, you know, hang out on the ship while they were unloading all of the things. So it was a really familiar thing. And when we saw that, I identified with the longshoreman who took on the monsters because I was very young when I saw it. Uh, I had no idea until I got into my teens, 13, 14, and I started hanging out that I realized, oh my God, not only are the longshoremen a part of my world in that movie, but the people who are not doing such great things like Johnny Friendly and, and the union bosses are also a part of my world. Well, the teenage group sort of you are putting your kids in the world, building a lot of things together, and I think most people think it's one of the gifts from the 1970s. It's the most thorough, incredible, forever, and not most of you could take any weekend in the mid-70s to the 70s point, and it's one of the seven-hour holidays to be fun, and it's so much fun. What's your earliest creative memories of this kind of life? Thank you. 
the
you have all this great time, you have all this wonderful stuff that you bring to work, and suddenly when you have to stay alone, you become somebody else. What is that? Right. Yes, and they'll say, I don't know why I do that. They'll say, well, let's do it again. Talk to me like you. When they get that permission to be themselves, they often follow. They can become something they never want, but it has to start with their you. We're not crazy. You're not somebody who just murdered their daughter. But suppose you were, if that was in this situation, what would you feel like? And that's the beginning of growing. I wanted to tell you one quick story about Billy Wilder and Jack Lemmon. We were talking about a moment ago. Billy Wilder was directing Jack Lemmon in the apartment, I think it was. And Jack Lemmon did a scene, and Billy Wilder said the same thing. Okay, just do that. Thank you. 